Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're reviewing 2000's Traffic, directed by Steven Soderbergh. We'll also do a brief recap on the 2016 Oscars, which took place just a couple days ago. But first, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Okay, uh, well, like, I'm starting early, what we, what we talked about. Okay. Uh, you know, we, we've, we've, been, we, we've been feeding ourselves... You know, like the best stuff. You know, yeah, like it's right. it's not nothing but 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 good things in awards season. Yep. Um. So it's time to to decompress somewhat. Sounds good. Yeah. So I watched The Faculty by Robert Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. there you go. That's a throwback to '98. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I, I yeah, and and to see those clothes again, man, uh, and to 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 feel you know like myself again, it was <laughs> that hair great. gel. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I haven't seen that in ages. It was it was great fun and I want to do it, it again. It was a nice soon. release. Oh man, oh, yeah. it, it, it was it was such a great time. I sat there just like with a bag of chips, you know, <laughs> like like, and my brain literally just totally shut off. Yeah, and, and just just like you know, like letting this this decent crappy movie oh, wash over yep, me. I was just about to say the the good thing about that one is that it's not terrible no it's you know not. you exactly. can watch it yes you know <laughs> and it and it's all like the, like a really stellar cast. Um, oh, Josh Hartnett? Is yeah, he in there? Josh Hartnett, Clea Duvall, uh, Usher. Usher, oh, <laughs> yeah. of course, Of man. course, Usher, dude. He was all over the late 90s. And then Jon Stewart is in it? Really? Yeah, for like, just just, just for a minute. He, okay. He's one of the monsters. <laughs> and um, and then you have B.B. Newworth and of the Piper Laurie. Yeah, he is one of the faculty, exactly. <laughs> of course. And Robert Patrick. You Oh, you can't go wrong I with mean, RP. Yes, exactly. Coach T-1000, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's pretty great. He's the coach? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome okay so here's i watched uh, a new release called the witch uh, you saw the witch i saw the witch everybody oh wow and this movie's been talked about for being pretty good yeah and i went in thinking this is going to be pretty good hmm. and i left extremely disappointed really yeah so this movie is going to be very divisive some people are going to hate it hmm. some people are going to love it right I like a slow burn, you know. I like movies that they're slow, they build up, and then stuff happens. Mm-hmm. This was like the slowest, most boring thing for about eighty minutes, and then some awesome stuff happens, and then the worst ending in the world happens. Oh. With that being said, the more I've thought about this movie, like I cannot stop thinking about this movie because yeah. of the good stuff that happened, right? And like how really good it was. Yeah. And I keep thinking about it more and more, and I'm like, I need to watch this again. I need to figure this movie out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just said it's terrible, basically. Right. But I think it's kind of brilliant. Well, it's you, probably you said a you brilliant were, movie. You said you were disappointed. I was disappointed. You didn't say it was terrible. The, so, yeah. Yeah, you're fine. I'm going to watch this again one day. Okay. And I bet you I'm going to love it. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, let's talk about the Oscars. Some some really good movies now again. Yeah. We're just going to recap, because we did our predictions last time. Let's see how we did, huh? Mm-hmm. So, Leo won. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we had that one picked. Yeah, we both picked Leo, and so did everyone else in the universe. That's right. Uh, so, best picture was Spotlight. Uh, neither of us picked that. I picked Room, and you picked Brooklyn. Yeah. Everyone hates Brooklyn, apparently. I have no clue what's going on with Brooklyn, and I have much yeah. to say. I, 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 I love it. I, I don't know why everybody this backlash about it. People think it's just a big, like, white person fantasy. Yeah, and, like a boring... It yeah. wasn't boring at all. No, it's They're not. They're like, nothing, nothing happens in it. Everything happens. It's real life. Exactly. And, it, and I mean, like, enough of this. I, I'm... <laughs> You know me. I'm as cynical as the day is long. I I, I, I have... And I, I was totally into this movie. I, was, who, yeah. I don't know what's going on. So, yeah. Spotlight won the big one. Best Actress was Brie Larson, which was my pick. Yours was Saoirse Ronan mm-hmm. for Brooklyn. Right. Uh, actor in a supporting role. I picked Mark Ruffalo, and you picked Christian Bale. Right. And it was Mark Rylance. Yeah, that was surprising. To I me. was totally shocked yeah. because I, I thought he was the only one on this list that possibly didn't deserve to be on the list. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he did a good performance, but I mean, I don't know who I'd replace him with, but I wasn't that that thrilled by him. No, I I, I wasn't I wasn't thrilled by him. Either. A lot of people were though, in, uh, including people I know. They were like, "Oh yeah, he definitely deserves it." And I was like, "I I, I disagree," I but you know, he was good. Yeah, but he, was okay. uh, he won. Yeah, and uh, on the listener poll, no one voted for him either. Right. So, uh, best supporting actress was Alicia Vikander. My pick. Uh, you picked Rooney Mara, mm-hmm. so you were wrong on that one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, directing 
went to The Revenant. That was your pick. Yeah. And I picked Mad Max, so I lost on that one. But Mad Max won six other Oscars. As the days ticked off after our show, I wanted to change my pick to George Miller. Okay. And I, I didn't fully, you know, I, I, it wasn't like a thing, hey, let's get this in there. But it was more like, you know, ah, God, I'm, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm seeing all these clips from Mad Max and remembering yeah. how good it was going, wow, that was qu- quite an achievement. Yeah. But uh, Inuritu is fine as a, as a choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not a bad pick. No, not a bad <laughs> pick at all. Right. And and uh, Lubeski won cinematography, by the yep. way. Just we like, talked you, about just like that. you predicted. You, you talked a lot about Lubeski last yep. time. And yep. off the air, I picked Hateful Eight to win musical score. Yeah. And Morricone with his first Oscar. Right. But back to the ones we talked about, uh, mm-hmm. adapted screenplay. Big Short won that. Yeah, that was my pick. And what what did you pick? Uh, adapted screenplay. Um, I think I took Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then original screenplay, I picked Inside Out. And what did you pick? Ex I Machina. Had Ex Machina. And Spotlight won that one. Yeah. Which I was totally shocked. I was too. I. Um. I, uh, yeah. I think we talked about that on the episode. There's nothing really original about it. I mean, the category basically just means it's not taken from another source. Yeah. But um, I like to see something unique, you know? Well, I mean, pedophile priests is ground that's been covered. Exactly. And just because it took place in, like, okay, we're going we're to concentrate this in Boston, and it's, and it's the, the, the people who, um, who, who wrote a, an expose about this, that, that's not really an original screenplay. I, I, don't, I don't, you know, I mean, yeah. I know it didn't come from a book, but still, it's... it's yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't know, but... Um, I guess it won. So yeah, and it was a great. <laughs> it movie. was a good movie. Yeah. And it won Best Picture, yeah. and I was happy for it. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't think my pick or your pick would win. I didn't either. Uh, because sadly, I don't think everyone likes those movies as no. much as they like Spotlight. No, so. they don't. And I mean, I mean, Leave Schreiber is not even in our movies that we picked. So, I mean, <laughs> how could you vote for that? Are you not a fan of Leave? I love Leave. <laughs> oh, okay. He was really good in Spotlight, <laughs> yeah, <he> actually. Was. <laughs> He was awesome. <laughs> I wish I wish we had his voice for our podcasts. Oh you know? man! I mean, it would that just guy. put our words in his in his. Yeah. Get Ray Donovan on the air. Oh my god! Yeah, and <laughs> and, and, and like uh, you know, he played Orson Welles once. As he well. did. Wow! Yeah. In RKO two eighty one. Sweet. Yeah, he was perfect. Awesome. Mm-hmm. He's a good dude. Yep. Um. So, what did you think of the ceremony and everything? The spectacle of it, Dave. <laughs> After your rant last week, what would you think of it? What did you think of the you know, Girl Scout cookies? I, I thought it was garbage, of course. <laughs> and and I, I, I just, I'm sitting there watching it going, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to, you know, all this stuff. And they can't help themselves. They, 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 <laughs> they have to just, like, 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 remind you constantly of, uh, okay, first of all, the red carpet thing started three and a half hours before the ceremony. I know. And they're just standing there talking about like like you know the the, the fashion and and um uh, I, I I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. What what is the deal with I mean why doesn't everybody just wear a uniform? Enough of that. Is, is are people actually tuning in to see people's clothes? I just turned it on because I had nothing else to do. I wasn't watching it. Were you folding laundry and like yeah, I was just yeah, yeah. doing stuff? Exactly. Yeah, I was like turning the baseball game on. You know, yep. just getting just stuff done, having stuff in the background, waiting for right. the show to start. Yes. Yeah. Um, like I said last week, I don't. It doesn't bother me that much, but yeah, that you don't need it like no. that. Um, but with the actual show itself, uh, I thought it was all right. Okay. Chris Rock did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing spectacular or anything. Right. So I don't know. Can I tell you the truth about like award shows in general? Yes. Y- you know, I-, I know that people rip on the Golden Globes for it being a big joke and the Hollywood foreign press is just a like a bunch of like bought off, you know, press mm-hmm. agents and, and, you know, it, d- it doesn't matter. But yeah. I think they make fairly good choices in, in what they reward. They do. Um, now they, 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 uh, they, they st- stretch things a bit like calling the Martian a comedy. That, yeah. That's, that that's was some bullshit. Pretty right stupid. There. Johnny Depp for the tourist a few years ago in, in, a, in a comedy, you know, I don't know what that's about, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, um, but I'll tell you this, if you gave me tickets to either the golden globes or the Oscars, I'm going to the golden globes. Oh yeah. That looks like a good time. Um, number one. You're you're having you're getting a dinner, so that's cool. Awesome, uh, that's great. Bonus points already. Totally, man. Just you know, <laughs> Get food. Exactly. Fill me up. <laughs> um, and also, there's no. I, I I know that you have to you have to award sound mixing. You have to do that, but you don't need to do it on television because mm-hmm. no one cares. I'm sorry. It it just it just no one actually cares, and I I feel bad <laughs> saying that because I sound like an executive right now. But no one cares. <laughs> 
Um, it and and you don't need Jared Leto to like you know come out and, and talk about sound mixing and 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 uh, whatever. Well, else. he's an expert. God damn it! You know, I know. I, well, who cares? Oh, yeah. And, and Kate Blanchett like walking toward the camera, uh, like talking about costumes and stuff like that. And yeah, I, I you don't need it. The thing about the Golden Globes is that every award is is like a substantial award because they do TV yeah. too. Yeah, that's um, cool. You get a little extra there. Yeah. So so you got John Hamm sitting next to Jack Nicholson. You know, wow, yeah, that's star wattage. Look at that, exactly, <laughs> and, and that's that. You don't have seat fillers because everybody's just like crammed in there like sardines. <laughs> um, and I like it. I want to go to the Golden Globes right now. Awesome, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Next year we'll get tickets. Yes, dude. <laughs> All right, we'll do a live podcast from the Golden Globes. We, we could we, do let's it. Do it, man. Well, I, we, we just gotta. We just need people to listen and pay us. Uh, uh, but, yeah, which so is that's on you guys out that's there. That's right. Please you find guys. us this. You know, <laughs> that's the hardest thing in podcast land to get. So please yeah, procure this money, for us. right? <laughs> or Golden Globe tickets. <laughs> One of the two. That's right, dude. So let's take a quick break here, and we'll start talking about a movie that was nominated for five Oscars. It's called Traffic. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. time for our discussion on 2000's Traffic, directed by Steven Soderbergh, and also cinematographed by Peter Andrews, who is Steven Soderbergh, by the way. Uh-huh. So, Dave, why don't you give everyone a synopsis on this? <laughs> you got it. Uh, okay, so, like, the synopsis of Traffic, I mean, it's an ensemble piece that tells uh, three separate but related stories about how drugs and the drug war um, affect people from disparate backgrounds takes place in Mexico, Washington, Cincinnati, San Diego primarily. And Michael Douglas, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Don Cheadle, and Benicio Del Toro are the primary stars of it, even though it's got a ton of right, other people in right. it. And, um, you know, it's it's like it's a true ensemble uh, movie in that, like, you know, no part is bigger than the other one, and they all have a, a, a main role to play. And they're all kind of interconnected. Uh, yeah, they, they all they all are that like e- each story is related to the other one, even though all the characters don't meet one another. Right. Um, like one thing does affect the other. I- exactly. Yeah. Um, and and, you know, like it it's I guess we'll get into why we picked the movie. Um, first of all, yeah. like it's like for me anyway. Uh, well, we, we picked the movie because it's still Oscar season. This is, in my opinion, one of the biggest Oscar snubs of all time. Traffic is one of the best movies for me of the last 20 years. And that it lost Best Picture to Gladiator <laughs> is like just just an un. <laughs> it's an unremovable black mark on what is already a really piss poor Academy. Uh, <laughs> the idea that they rewarded that movie with its terrible, phony special effects. Um, <laughs> that lion man. <sighs> Who would win? I, I, the lion in Gladiator <laughs> or the bear in The Revenant? Oh, the bear in The Revenant. Hell yeah! Yes, it would kill yes, that thing. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez, uh, the, yeah. The, oh my God, I I I, st- I can't even watch. It. I, I I watched it when it came out, and I I I I knew it was crap then, and I had just seen Traffic like like two okay. weeks before that, and I was like, this is one of the best movies. I'm I've gonna seen defend in a long time. Gladiator. I like Gladiator. Fine. All right. Um. All right. I I will side with you though. I think Traffic is a better movie. Yes. Okay. Definitely. Good. Yes. Good. But uh, <laughs> what else was that year? Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, Aaron um, Brockovich. Yeah. Chocolat. Uh huh. And Crouching Tiger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, yeah. Traffic. Traffic. Probably. Yeah. Is the best of those five movies. I would have to say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I know Crouching Tiger is brilliant. You know, everybody that loves one it. best foreign, right? It did win best yeah. foreign picture. Okay. Best foreign movie. Yeah. And that's cool when a movie mm-hmm. gets nominated like that. And the main it does. category. Exactly. That just, is cool. Just like when the animated films are like that. Like Absolutely. that is awesome. Yes. Um, so yeah. 
traffic. Let's let's get into it. Right. Um, so yeah, this this movie shows the drug war for what it is, um, and it doesn't like take a definite political stand. You, 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 but you know that it's it's depicting kind of the pointlessness of it all. Right. That that's what I love about it. Yeah. Uh, you see that like all the efforts they're taking mm-hmm. on both sides of the border. Yes. Are are futile. Absolutely. Like it doesn't matter. Nope. Uh, there's even a line where uh, I guess Michael Douglas, mm-hmm. he's the new like czar, drug, drug czar right. for the White House. Yeah. And he, I guess, is talking to someone about it. Like, well, our budget on the war, what was this? And he's like, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Uh-huh. And then he asks, how does it relate to the cartel's budget? And yeah. he's like, it's nothing. Yeah. It, they destroy us. It's so... The money you're throwing at this uh-huh. is like a huge amount of money. Right, right. And it's just wasted. Yeah. Knowing what we know, both in the year 2000 when the movie came out, and then today about just just like the the cartels, both in Mexico, all throughout Mexico and down into South America. I mean, like think about like when Pablo Escobar was with Medellin in Colombia. Pablo was the seventh richest man in the world, um, yeah. and his th- th- their methods, their 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 um, w- what they're able to do. Like it's not even just the money they can throw at it; it's technology. You know, it's they're yeah. so on top of what's going on. Yep. They they have their their armies are as organized and um, they can be dispatched at any point, like globally. Yeah. Anytime the snap with 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 just a phone call. Right. They're, they're not aligned with a nation. No. You know, they're no. just part of the cartel. And they, they cannot be touched when they're driving through the city. Is that Guadalajara they're in? No, they're in um they're in Tijuana, Tijuana. and and Juarez, right? And Juarez. When when they're driving in, there's just bodies hanging from the bridge and yeah. uh-huh. that's 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 life down there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know. Um and like we we don't see too much brutality from the cartels in this film. Right. We're, we're just it's just kind of hinted at and we 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 know what's coming and and we know like uh just from our own experience, our own reading and what we've seen other places like what everybody's capable of. Right. And we know pretty quickly that General Salazar is corrupt. Yeah, it's, 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 it's mean, the beginning of the movie. Exactly. They, 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 they pretty much spell it out for you. He, he's there. He's going to take Javier's collar and we'll take it from here. Yeah. You know, yep. uh, well, OK, <laughs> I, I, I know that that guy's met. I know that that guy is in somebody's pocket. You yeah. Know? Um, imagine that, being able to buy a country's army. You know, that's, that's crazy. How, how, how do you how can you how can you stop that? Now, I have a question about Javier. Yeah. Now, he's Benicio Del Toro's character. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a cop in Mexico. Yes. Is he corrupt at all? No. He is uh, trying as best as he can, of course, to, like, maintain, like, he's just trying desperately to maintain integrity throughout this entire thing. Yeah. Even though he sees all around him, everybody he's, like, working with is either corrupt or about to get corrupted, or they're tempted to take you know, right. t- to, to take money or whatever, like mm-hmm. like his partner, man, Manolo. Yep. Um, oh, God. I, I, Javier's my favorite character. He's a great character. Yeah. He's the one you can most identify with as far as, like, the, the principal, you know, like uh, like drug war uh, warriors, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's a really good character. Yeah. M- my favorite character as far as her story arc in the movie is uh, Erica Christensen's character, Michael Douglas's daughter. Caroline, yeah. Yeah. She's a private school, rich, yuppie, protected white girl uh-huh. in the suburbs of Cincinnati. Yes. Doing drugs and partying her life away. Yep. While her father is a high officiating judge, and now the drugs are of the nation. That's right. That's such an interesting dynamic. It and is. like we said, it shows how it affects every section of America and even Mexico. This guy, you think he'd have his shit together. His family <laughs> would be squeaky clean. And- uh-huh. No, I mean... White suburbia is affected. Yeah. And you really see it. Yep. And even this guy who's trying to stop it all, his daughter's in, in over her head in this shit. Yeah. And I love it. I do too. And it's and it, and it's like, it speaks volumes when he, like, when she first gets busted, you know, when her and Topher Grace and the other kids, yeah. like, try to, like, dump that guy at the, at the ER. Yeah. And then Michael Douglas goes to, uh, like, the, the, the police station and tries to get this expunged. You know, like, uh, get Caroline's record clean. And he's like, yeah. uh, you can understand this is a sensitive issue for me. And he's like, yes, sir. No problem. I can make it go away. Yeah. And then he goes, but let me just ask you, what drugs has, has your daughter taken? He goes, oh, no, no, my, my daughter is, uh, you know, the, 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 she gets the top grades in her school. Right. No, yeah. it's no, you know, he doesn't take any drugs. Yep. He has no clue. The drugs are of, of the United States of yep. America. The guy who's supposed to like, you know, like take this problem head on absolutely in the dark about 
his own household. Right. Totally clueless. Yes. Never suspects. And there's a great scene when he's at that ball and he's, yeah. he's schmoozing with yeah. all the people sure. and they're all given their own opinion yeah. on the drug war. Uh-huh. And everyone's opinion is completely different from the others. <laughs> and Michael Douglas, you can just see him trying to take it all in being like, what the hell is going on? What am I going to do? Well, uh, you want a little inside baseball? Yeah, on let's that? do that. Um, inside base, inside yeah, Douglas. That's right. <laughs> Michael Douglas um, was like in the in in that scene and in the scenes at the San Ysidro border and and El Paso at the mm-hmm. uh, intelligence center. He was like playing Justice Wakefield for real. They didn't give him a script. They just said, ask people questions. Okay. You know, and, and like, you know, like talk to them, engage them. Because it's real politicians at that Washington party. The people at Epic, at the El Paso place, at the, those are the real people who work there. Oh, wow. All, at the border in San Ysidro, same thing. And he's just there like saying, yeah, okay, I'm just, I'm going to ask you these questions. That's awesome. It shows Michael Douglas to be a pretty smart dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he like knew what to ask. Well, I, and he, he seems like a smart guy. Right. Like he knows what he's doing. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, we made a lot of fun of him a few weeks ago for, oh for, for the Ghost in the Darkness. <laughs> uh, we, we we really railed him on that episode, <laughs> right? But but we knew. But Michael yeah. Douglas is a fine actor. He is he's he really is good. Really good. Yeah, he's one of our best actors. But yeah. that that movie that movie stinks. Is awful. Yeah, and he is awful in that movie. <laughs> right. And it's because of him that it, movie's so bad. It, it is hundred uh, <laughs> percent. But when <laughs> you give him good material and you give him something to right. do, he is great. Yes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch our or listen to our Ghost in the Darkness episode That's if right. you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he's much better in this movie. Yes. He's really good in this movie. He, I love I him. Every, everyone in this movie was really good. Mm-hmm. Was he nominated for an Oscar for He this? was not. Um, okay. I think the only acting the Oscar um, was Benicio Del Toro won for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Um, then Steven Soderbergh won uh, for Best Director. And I believe Stephen Gagan won for Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, okay. Th- this, it, it, the adaptation came from a miniseries from Masterpiece Theater from 1989 called Traffic. Oh, wow. Um, Traffic with a K. Um, and that miniseries was on, uh, was on PBS, and they, it, it dealt with like the heroin trade in, in, um, in Pakistan and the mm-hmm. UK. Yeah. Um, so like just shifted over to the other hemisphere. Okay. Um, and you know, tell this story. So it, it, it wasn't like fr- it, it was just the idea and the title was taken, but this is a completely original piece. So, okay. Yep. Nice. Good stuff. But gladiator was better. Apparently. <laughs> Christ, oh <laughs> God. I can't even, I can't even. Oh man. <laughs> so you know what I loved seeing in this movie? Yes. You got Don Cheadle and Louis Guzman back together again. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, it's so good. Maurice and Buck. Yeah. From Boogie Nights, <laughs> That's man. Right. Which we did an episode on. We episode sure did. one. Episode one. Wow. That's right. I bet that episode sucks. <laughs> you go back and listen to that. I am not going to listen to episode <laughs> one. I won't do it. I I, I oh God. Yeah, I can't even think Anyways, about it. but yeah, I loved seeing them. They're like yeah. um uh detectives, like their partners the in DEA. LA, yeah, DEA, mm-hmm. DEA. Mm-hmm. and they're trying to catch this drug kingpin in Southern California, who turns out is uh, Catherine Zeta Jones' husband, yes. and they they get him, yeah, and he's on trial, right? And um, I don't know what they do. How what do well, they well, do? How, how nothing they, happens. How they I mean, get it happens, him. but yeah. Well, I mean, like, oh, you mean like what? What? The, what is their and nothing they, they accomplish nothing? Yeah, and and it's it's that that th- they're um, a prime example of the. Uh, like how fruitless the whole drug exactly. war is, is they, they, they managed to put on trial a drug Lord, a yeah. powerful man who is like, you know, at least in America, you know, part of the, one of the, the big cartels from yep. Central America. Yep. And they cannot bring him to trial. They cannot get a conviction nope. because the cartel is that much better than yep. they are. Um, you know, you got Peter Riegert on your payroll. That'll... Peter Rieger again, <laughs> playing a suit. You know, I, I, I just he's the lawyer defending yes. the drug lord. He, he's defend and Stephen Bauer plays uh, Carl Ayala. Uh, he's the, the 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 drug lord. Catherine Zeta Jones' husband. Helena is the Catherine Zeta Jones' character, and she's brilliant. That's in this a great movie. character. Um, she's she was really pregnant. Oh, um, really? Yep. Okay. Um, and man, like her transformation, she goes from country club trophy wife who doesn't really understand the larger world to surrogate drug Lord. Yeah. Like lady Macbeth, like running the empire while, uh, the King's away. 
she hires Frankie Flowers and knows what to do. Yes. Um, <laughs> she. It, it's so. And when she goes down to Tijuana to like parlay with with Juan Obregon, Benjamin Bratt in a cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, that scene, I can watch it every day of my life forever. I mean, like mm-hmm. like just just her trying to convince. Uh, this drug, this drug lord, to to do what she's wanting to do, and she she's just a housewife. She has no criminal history, whatever, and she's sitting in this in this drug lord's hideout, um, right? Negotiating this, and, I was and totally telling, surprised. giving her terms. Yeah, totally surprised that really? the character went this way. Okay, yeah, I did not expect this at all. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and and it's and it's it's totally believable. I mean, when she says, uh, "I I I want our debt forgiven," I want the principal witness against my husband mm-hmm. killed. And I want to be the exclusive distributor of Obregon Brothers cocaine in America. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> and she's forceful about it. And Juan Obregon just looks at her like, like he just says eyebrows raised. He's not expecting that. No, he wasn't. No, no, he's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome, awesome <laughs> stuff. And we talked about how, you know, our friends from Boogie Nights don't really accomplish anything. <laughs> and it's really driven home because they, they get uh, Miguel Ferrer. Yeah. Was that his name? Miguel Ferrer, right. The actor. Yep. I love how they get him. They shoot him in the foot in a Chuck E. Cheese ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great moment. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he's sitting there eating breakfast, uh-huh. and he's like, what would have happened if you just let me go? Like, yeah. I would have made some money. Yeah. People would have got drugs anyways. Like, they're still getting drugs. They're still getting them. You didn't accomplish anything. I'm just suffering now because of you. You you accomplished nothing. It, that speech... I- yeah, God, that's so that's so much truth in yep. it. Yep, and, and and you can see it affecting Don Cheadle. He's yeah. thinking he's like, yeah, I know, I know. He's trying not to show that. Oh yeah, he's feeling right. that, but you can get it because he he has no respect for Eddie. Like like Miguel Miguel Ferrer's character, like yeah. being a criminal. He's just like you know, like because he's just a cop. He, he's law enforcement. He doesn't understand that that concept, and mm-hmm. and and now he's actually questioning himself, like. What is my existence? Exactly. You know, oh yeah, I, I, yeah. And he even says like he throws it in like because because Louis, uh, Louis Guzman, uh, Ray Castro, mm-hmm. he gets killed. Uh, yeah, by Frankie Flowers. Yeah, the assassin. The assassin. And like when Miguel Ferrer makes that speech, he even says, you know, your partner's still alive too. And then, <laughs> uh, uh, and it's shortly thereafter where this this comes right. Oh, after this was the, great. It came right. It came right after Catherine Zeta Jones and Benjamin Bratt scene. You know, like negotiating the the, the truce between the, the the family. He goes to the bathroom and like they 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 had delivered his breakfast to the to the to the right. safe house. Right. And he eats some of it. He says it tastes like crap. Goes to the bathroom to take a shower. The door. The the the, the knock on the door again. Breakfast. Room service. And yeah. He, and all the cops are like, oh god, oh god. They Don yep. Cheadle runs to the bathroom. Miguel Ferrer's on the floor. Poisoned. Uh, poisoned. Yep. This plan B assassination is about as good as it gets. Don't see it coming. Yep. That is yep. so awesome. Ne- never. And he I- even comments like this tastes like shit. Yes, he does. Right. And you mm-hmm. think it's just because he's in a situation <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> where he's held captive. He's, yeah. He's got a cast on his foot. A walking boot. A walking boot, which is a <laughs> lovely touch. I loved it. I, I even made a note. I was like, oh, I love how they have that boot on him. Right, exactly. Because he got shot in the foot Don earlier. shot his toe off. Right. <laughs> But you think he's just disgruntled and all uh-huh. mad and hates everybody. He's like, this tastes like shit. Right. I'm taking a shower. Uh-huh. No, it's poison. That's why it tastes bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like, and, and you just, you just like, when, when you see him on the floor, like, choking and vomiting and everything, uh-huh. y- you immediately just think of Catherine Zeta-Jones and Benjamin Bratt and Stephen <laughs> Bauer. <laughs> You're just like, they got him. Yeah. They actually got to him. Yeah. I mean, a federal witness, and they, they and, and they've, they've killed him. And they can't go on with the and case. And now that's why the case is dismissed. Exactly. The key witness is dead. Oh, my God. And everybody on that jury, in that courtroom, on the judge's chair, right. knows yes. that the cartel killed that guy. That's right. They know that's they why know he's it. dead. Exactly. Right. They know that's what happened. Right. And they can't do a damn thing Nothing. about it. Nothing. You're, you're useless. Yep. You can't change it. Nope. <laughs> the, the, the system. Your efforts are futile. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Exactly. Stop trying. <laughs> 
Which is the main theme of the movie. Absolutely. How much crime and violence could we eradicate with more progressive laws and treatment? I mean, it's... And, like, the, the movie doesn't have to beat us over the head with these messages. Uh-huh. It just has to show us and tell us this story. Just right. to illustrate exactly what we're talking about here. Right. And like you said, it doesn't get overly political or anything. Nope. It doesn't really take a big stand on anything. Nope. It just shows you how this is. Exactly. Because even in the end, after, like, Don Cheadle has been, like, verbally undressed by Miguel Ferrer about, like, how, right. you know, pointless your job is and everything. My favorite Don Cheadle moment is at the end when he plants that bug. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. When he goes into Stephen Bauer's house just to give him shit, really. He starts pushing him around and like, exactly. trying to fight him. Yeah. And he's like talking about, you murdered my partner. You know, his name is Ray Castro. I hope you know you're a fucking murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his goons come over and like start taking, start taking Don Cheadle out and he somehow gets free of them and plants that bug. Well, they like take, they like tackle him yeah. kind of and he falls down. Uh huh. And he planned to hopefully fall that way. So when he gets up, he he grabs the desk and he yep. puts, puts the it, bug under. That's right. It's very nice. And then when they have him outside at the barbecue and the one guy, like, Don Cheadle just like, hey, what's up? And he just pushes this dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. he really pushes him. I think he was just, like, really fired up or oh, something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, one of those guards. Right. And it's a big, doofy guard. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts lumbering after Yeah, him. exactly. He's pissed. Then, yeah, like, I'm like, dude. What's going to happen? I know. It's going to be like like Shia LaBeouf and Lawless. <laughs> I know. That guy, that guy was really mad, you know? Yeah. But he doesn't. He, he, he lets doesn't. him go. Right, exactly. This guy knows when to hold his cool. <laughs> right? This doofus. Exactly. <laughs> um, like, you mentioned Erica Christensen um, being really excellent in her role. Oh, yeah. Um, swim fan herself. Swim fan herself, <laughs> Erica Christensen. Dude, you should do faculty and swim fan back to back. I am watching swim fan. There's no two ways about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, yeah. Uh, I, it, unfortunately, yeah, I've only seen her in swim fan. And, like, she, she was in, a, mo- she was in a, a show that I never watched that is apparently still in the air called Parenthood. Um, I've seen like one or two episodes of that. Okay. It was just whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, know? it's a popular show on yeah. NBC and people like it, mm-hmm. you know, I, um, but yeah, she, she's her performance in this movie, um, is like, it, it, it was, it, it should have been like more lauded than it was. Definitely. You know, I was, I was totally surprised right. that, um, swim fan was doing this. Man. <laughs> <I> was, what? <laughs> Not even near a pool. No, I mean, dude. Right. <laughs> The way she just like spirals out of control from uh-huh. her drug habit yeah. and the pressure from her father. Yep. And uh, I love how the mother is understanding and supportive because she experimented in yes. college. Yes. Um, experimented in quotes, in quotes like right. Michael mm-hmm. Douglas puts it to her. Right. Just because you experimented in college. <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. She says like, don't, don't say experimented, call it what it was. Yeah. You know, and I and, was doing it. Right. I was yeah. doing drugs. Mm-hmm. And uh, when, when Michael Douglas drags Topher Grace out of his high school classroom, like pulls him by his ears, I was just like, what? You can't do that. Well, the teacher's like, what are you doing? Yes. It's like, he's going to be dismissed. Uh, um, okay, sir. I know. He lets him go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? Maybe he knows he's the drug czar. I don't know. I mean, I guess you if, still got to do something. It, it, yeah. The, the teacher has to call the police. Has, right. to, has to do something. Yeah. And then he goes and drags him around like right. downtown Cincinnati to yep. find her. Yep. And Topher Grace has the other big speech. I loved his speech here. Yeah. Really um, good. And and it's full of truth, just like Miguel Ferrer's was. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's coming out of the mouth of the least sympathetic character in the movie. That's For true. me. I just I, I, I like Topher Grace and he's good in this movie, yeah. but I really hated his character. Yeah. Um because he's like just the he's a little twerp. Oh yeah. And he's like I mean, he's he's lucky enough to be able to like do hard drugs and not become addicted, like like Erica Christensen yeah. is. Um, he also treats his friends like garbage, and he's exact. He's like the kind of just yeah. Smug, he's like apathetic about everything that's yeah, happening. Sarcastic to her jerk and, yeah. off. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I, I I hate that kind of guy. Yeah. Um, he's her boyfriend in in the story, um, and in in his future, he's going to like just like experiment with like freebasing and go. Oh, okay. Well, that was something, you know. <laughs> Well, wasn't that what they were doing in, yes. in the bathroom? Yes. But he, I mean, he's gonna do some crazy shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he's not gonna he's not gonna get hooked. He's just gonna go on to an Ivy League school. Yeah, and um, then and then run some Fortune 500 company. Exactly. And, yep. Yep. And feel no effects. 
Yep, and um, not care about yeah. anyone he's laid in his waist. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. No, no. It's it's everybody is just fair game to him as far as like who I'm gonna step like, over for whatever for whatever I want. Like how many girlfriends he's gotten addicted and oh, left on the, in the gutter. I mean, the the idea that you would like as as an advantaged privileged kid with every um like opportunity before you. And, and and this is what you do with it. Yeah. You know. Uh, he, he has like one redeeming thing when they're trying to find, uh, what's what's her name? Uh, Caroline. Caroline. Mm-hmm. And he's like yelling at that guy yeah. behind the door right, like, right. open up. Right. I like, know she's in there. Right. I know she's in there. He's, yeah. He's actually really trying to, yeah, to get her there. Right. He doesn't really do anything, but I think it's because Michael Douglas storms in and takes control. It's my favorite Michael Douglas moment, maybe of all time. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, when, he, <laughs> when he just looks at that dude and goes... <laughs> You get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> now that's some Michael Douglas yeah, right exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have to raise his voice. And the dude just picks up his pants and leaves. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, you know, from that point on, like, like Michael Douglas' character, Justice Wakefield, has, has, like, kind of turned a corner. His arc is that he understands now... Um, it's not just about not being at home. It's also about understanding like that. He has to clean the, the, the plank out of his own eye before he tries to do anything else with, with the rest of the drug war and understanding too, that like this job that he has, yeah, it's, it's full of, um, you know, uh, like opportunity and probably very exciting and stimulating career. He doesn't need this. Yeah. He, he needs to take care of his family, you know, because no, no matter how good that job is, we know how pointless it is. Yeah. And how he's not going to accomplish anything. One of my favorite scenes is when he's talking to the the previous drug czar. James and, Brolin, right? And yeah. He's, he's Then he's relaying a story about how he became drug czar. Uh-huh. And uh, the previous one for him left uh, two letters for him. Oh, he tells the story when, about the... When he gets yeah, into right. trouble, <laughs> you got two letters. Open them when you get into trouble. Uh-huh. And he gets into trouble the first time, opens the letter, says, blame it on me. Yep. And he, he does it, and he's fine. <laughs> And then second time he gets in the trouble, opens the next letter. It says, write two letters <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because your job is just to take the heat, man. Hey, oh, you're a lightning That's rod. it. That's it. Yep. That's it. Yep. You're not doing anything. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, even if they make you a Supreme Court justice after this is over, after your two year, uh, you know, like whatever is over, it it's, it's doesn't matter. What mm-hmm. did you accomplish? You got nothing done. Nothing. Right. <laughs> all, all you did was like, just keep the status quo. And God only knows, like, we're talking about how, like how powerful the cartels are to be this powerful, to be this influential. They got to have every politician in America in their pocket too. God only knows. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure the palms have been greased in the States nonstop as well. I'm sure they are. And they, they don't really even touch on that no. aspect of it. Right. Because they don't really, I guess they really don't have to. We, we, we already knew. We get know. that from the Mexican side. That's so right. I think mm-hmm. it's safe to assume if, if Mexico's got that kind yep. of corruption in their high-level government. Right. The states probably does, too. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the, the Mexico uh, stuff? Um, with, with, yeah. We haven't really talked as much about Javier. To me, everything he does, like, it's it's almost its own movie. As good as the rest of the stuff is, Benicio is. Del Toro's, like, story is just the most engrossing for it's me. It's really good, and... I mean, well, we haven't even mentioned it yet, but the the three different like film color stocks. Oh that yeah, he uses, yeah, yeah. Uh, everything shot in Mexico is done in like this like orange tint, like sepia brown like right. film. Right. Uh, everything in Washington's a blue, mm-hmm. and LA's just regular. Yeah, it's much. it's like it's like a, and, and well, it's it's actually San Diego. San Diego. Right, and it's it's a warmer feel, like using filters and overexposure and. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Here. <laughs> you you can go read about the whole process in DGA Quarterly. Oh yeah, Steven Soderbergh has a has a, a very you know like in depth interview about his whole process, including nice. the use of tobacco filters, which produced a different contrast and monochromatic hues, and the wake that the tungsten film uh, stock with. I I, I, wow. I, don't, I don't know what he was talking about. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a technician. I don't know, but but go go read the DGA Quarterly interview with Steven Soderbergh, dude. But. <laughs> Back to the point, uh, this Mexico stuff is that colorized film with this certain grainy quality and yeah. just the way it looks, I think, really adds totally. to the atmosphere of the Mexican scenes. Right. Like at night when there's that, that like Manolo and Javier are just talking to one another and mm-hmm. it's they're, they're, they're kind of in silhouette in, in just that orange like they're kind of like bathed in light themselves yep. and surrounded by darkness. Yep. Um, and there's like this just like fluttering stuff there. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the film stock or if that's just the air in Mexico. 
Uh, I, I don't know. It could just be the stuff, dust floating yeah, around yeah, out there. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, and a combination of the film, you right? Know, so right. But yeah, it's it's some gorgeous stuff. It really is. I know it's beautiful <laughs> to look at. I didn't realize the film did this because this is my first time watching it. Oh, I'd never seen it before. Okay. I didn't realize the movie did this, and oh. I, it happened. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what? Oh, you, That's like kind okay. of odd. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Cool. And after you know several minutes or whatever, I'm like. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's different locations have different things. Yes. So picked up on it. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's really cool. Right. And really like an audacious thing to do. Absolutely. Too, uh, mm-hmm. Especially for a modern audience. Yep. Like, I can't believe it's it, these choices were so applauded. It's awesome. Right. Right. It's great that, that it was recognized. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, and and that and that not only that it was it was it was a big box office draw of course as well. It was a big big hit financially. Yeah. Big actors uh, in it too. Right. And Catherine Zeta Jones at that time was huge. She was gigantic, yeah. exactly. And um, like this is uh, th- th- this is a star-studded movie that is of the highest art artistic quality. Now, was this uh, Soderbergh's first main like Hollywood film too? Like his first big movie? Uh, well, no, Sex Lies and Videotape was number one. Okay, it. that's yeah. right. That's right. That's and, right. Um, and he had like been he was actually nominated for for best director twice in that same year. Really, uh, Aaron Brockovich was his other nomination. He did that? Yeah. Um, I did not even realize that. Yeah. Okay, it's, wow. Uh, you know, and and I mean I, I I don't I don't love that movie, but but he's it's it's a still a Soderbergh movie. Yeah. Um I like most of his movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um he he's a very inventive guy and he, he he'll he'll like kind of dabble in mainstream Hollywood stuff pretty much so that he can go and do highbrow artistic things. Yeah. And I I respect him for that. Mm-hmm. The Ocean's movies are good movies. They're fine. They're just celebrity I, parties. I, I or whatever. like the first one. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But but they're not personal films for him. Like this one is right. for sexualizing videotape. Yeah. You know? Um. In the end, you know, Javier manages to like maintain his integrity, uh, mm-hmm. even though everyone around him has sold their souls to right. him, uh, for for just to get money. When he is in the pool with the DEA guys, he's decided he's going to tell the DEA what's going on with General Salazar. Uh huh. And um, they're, they're like, okay, well, you know, like we're going to go to this place. He's like, no, no, we're staying here. And they're like, okay, well, yep. we, I, I no, we got to go someplace safe. And they're like, okay, well, where do you want to go? He's like, let's go to this. So they're in this mm-hmm. pool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's the only place that couldn't be bugged. I um, guess. So yeah, the you know, water, in right. The pool. <laughs> right. You can't have that. Um, and he has the other, my, my absolute favorite of the big speeches, um, which is when he says, uh, the government of the United States must take an interest in Tijuana now. That is what it's about, my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they ask him, you know, what he wants for his information, um, and he says, uh, "You like baseball?" Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that we need we need electricity yep. so kids can play. We need the lights. Right. Not only does he get this, but the hidden meaning of that is so not only so it's safe for kids to play at night, but also because I mean he says it himself so that they don't become drug mules. Yep. You know, they have something else to focus on. Exactly. Yep. And it's that's a great way to end the movie too. Absolutely. Oh, the baseball game there. Yep. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. He's just watching baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, watching the kids play baseball. Right. He's and, back in Mexico and hoping they're not on drugs or going to be selling drugs. Exactly. Or cutting heads off. Yes. Yes. And he's gonna go back to making three hundred dollars a month. Yeah. As a detective. And you know, he's probably going to help support uh, Manolo's wife now yep. and all this stuff. Yep. Half his money will go to her. Exactly. Because they're friends. Yep. Yeah, this guy is sacrificing everything mm-hmm. to try to make a difference. Right. Which really, he's not. But these mm. uh, lights, honestly, it's probably one of the best things he could have asked for yeah. for this community. <laughs> You're right. Like you put it, to keep these kids <laughs> off drugs. And uh, like, yeah. You know, they say that now, like interest in extracurricular activities, yep. sports and things like that, clubs, keep kids away from drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what the evidence is for that, but that's oh, what no, they there's say. Numbers. There is numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they're there. Right. But, and, and it's it's definitely better than what the alternative uh, imagine was. Imagine how that is in Mexico, though. Oh, A my God. Like that I, I, with, with nothing. It, it literally is. Every child is just on the street and they are they they're. They're going to be sucked in by this trade. I like that. It's coming to me now. Mm. This man who has nothing mm-hmm. is the one who's done the most, right, to to help <laughs> minimize the drug trade. It's that's something. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yep. Damn. <laughs> this is a great movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. I love when these things happen on there. Right. <laughs> 
we reached some kind of insight we hadn't had before. Yes, exactly, dude. <laughs> you guys are witnessing magical moments here in your ears. That's it. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Um, my other favorite, it's, it's not really part of it. It's not really a, a monumental part of the story. Not like some kind of like big, uh, rev- uh, I'm trying to think of what I'm supposed to say here, but, um, Javier's capture and seduction of Frankie flowers is one of my favorite things in the movie. It just always makes me smile. Now, what, what does he do to him? What? Remember when, uh, when general Salazar first hires Javier to like, go get Francisco. Oh, yes. Flores. He goes to the bar to yep. the, the gay bar to pick yep. him up. Yeah. You're wondering what is he doing in this gay bar? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what, why is Javier, like got his sleeve rolled up with his pack of cigarettes and why is he yeah. in this gay bar? And the camera reveals it's it's Francisco Flores. Mm-hmm. And Javier just takes his cigarettes out and there's a rubber in there yeah, in, in the really cellophane. Cool. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Sets it right there on the bar exactly. like, look what I have. Uh-huh, right. You interested? <laughs> <laughs> it is great. It's so funny. <laughs> what does he say when he asks him, how did you do it? He said something he says, like, uh, "Well, uh, we all have our weaknesses." Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. It's really good. Clifton Collins Jr. plays uh, Francisco Flores. By now, the way. is he the box art? Yes. Okay. Yes, he is. That's what I thought. Uh huh. Awesome. Right. Right. <laughs> He's doing a platoon. Yeah, he is. I know. I, I thought of it exactly. Yep. So I was like, "Oh, this is this is the same thing." Right. Uh, um, still pretty good though. Oh yeah. Just as good. Yeah. Um, and he's the guy who uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones initially hires um, to 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 do the job on uh, on Miguel Ferrer's character, and um, he doesn't he doesn't come through. Right. Uh, and there's one more thing I really wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about the technical aspects of this film and how great it is. Yes. The the editing is really good. In this. Mm-hmm. There's right. It's a really like jarring edit kind of. There's a lot of like jump cuts and uh, like really rough things that mm-hmm. happen. And right. It, it's not all the time, but it's when it needs to be like that. Yeah. It's it's very well edited. Right. And that the editor was Stephen Mirion. Okay. So okay. there you go, everybody. Right. And my other, I guess, kind of favorite weird moment of the film, but well, we haven't really talked about Dennis Quaid, I guess, but uh, he, he's kind of a, he, he's just, he's Catherine Zeta-Jones, uh, like, and, Car- and Stephen oh, yeah. Bauer's family friend. Yeah. Who's just kind of hanging around, and he's, uh, he's pretty corrupt himself. Right. But you don't find that out until the end. But this is my favorite coded message and subsequent deduction in a movie of all time. Okay, let's hear um, it. It's uh, when she, when Catherine Zeta-Jones is in the prison talking to Stephen Bauer, and he says to her, "They can't take my house. It's going to take a lot of private study. The Cordoba. <laughs> you should look into selling it if you can stomach it." And then he looks right at her. You should look into it. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting there thinking about those words because he says it so weird because he says it, it in a, it a weird case. exactly head. she's like no he's trying to tell me something mm-hmm. and then she goes into the study and pulls down the painting undoes the like gets a yep. letter opener and opens up the back and there's that that like uh bracelet that's got account information uh-huh. for frankie flowers you know some kind of like like edi transfer that you're yeah. like when you hire a hitman you know, today we'd use bitcoins, right. uh, but back then you'd actually like, like, like do a, an, a, a right. real an actual transfer, an actual transfer <laughs> that's traceable, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that was, uh, it, it was a great moment. I, I didn't actually, you picked up on it before I did because yeah. I didn't realize it until like the third time I viewed the movie. Oh yeah. You know, it was just like, I picked, Oh, that's what he's doing. That's cool. Yeah. This guy is way better than Hannibal Lecter, by the way. <laughs> the one thing we didn't talk about in that movie. <laughs> he doesn't do anagrams, messages. right? <laughs> He doesn't do Lewis friend. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> but yeah, traffic. That's traffic, I guess. Yep. Unless you had anything else you wanted to say real quick. Uh, no, I, uh, there, there, everything was fine. Everything was great about this. movie. I, I, this is a great movie. And the, the cameos, um, are done right. Benjamin Bratt, we said earlier and Salma Hayek as well. Um, oh yeah, that's right. She shows up. Yep. Just and, from, um, um, so yeah, would you recommend it, Dave? Yes, I would. I would recommend traffic. Uh, yeah, I would always recommend this movie. Everybody should see it. Yeah, it's it's a great movie, mm-hmm. really good, and and we both agree it's better than Gladiator. <sighs> I, I I I really hope that I, I know the Academy doesn't doesn't care what we think. It doesn't <laughs> care what what anybody like you know uh, wants to wants to. I, I I know they don't give a shit, and and they they never look back on what they do. They don't regret a damn thing ever. I, I just I just can't imagine the, the starchy assholes sitting there and oh voting for Gladiator over traffic. I can't believe it. You know, still can't believe it. Well, they, if they had a lion in this movie, it would win. <laughs> you know what, dude? If uh, it would be a real one. That's the only reason Leo won because that bear was in the movie. Uh, well, 
Or, that, yeah, that's it. You could have Andy Circus put the <laughs> tennis ball suit on and he and was, mocap. Was he the bear? I don't think he was. <laughs> okay. I, I, no, I, I don't. I don't think it was Andy this time. Was but, he the lion? Uh, no. Okay. He <laughs> but, he's, but he can play anything. So yeah. Right. Right. So a traffic oh, line. He, he was General Salazar. <laughs> that's right, dude. He was Benjamin Bratt and General Salazar. Yeah, he was Catherine Zeta Jones, actually. <laughs> Really good graphics. It looked realistic. Oh, yeah, man. It was seamless. I had no idea. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I would recommend it, too, for okay. the same reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it. That wraps up the show. Let me get my notes here. So, now, Oscar season is pretty much over. Award mm-hmm. season's done. Um, I'll tell you more in a minute. But if you like what you heard, please subscribe to our show in iTunes. Uh, rate it. Review it. And definitely share it with all your friends. We need the dudes to grow. We like dudes to grow big and strong and listen to <laughs> dudes on movies. So please share the show with your friends. Uh-huh. Uh, we're also available on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> dudes on movies growing big and strong. Uh, and uh, we also have an email address. It's dudes on movies at gmail.com. Please drop us a line and, and talk to us about movies. Yeah, it was Gladiator better than Traffic. If, if you want to, if you want to tell me about that, and 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 we'll we'll argue some more, you know. Sounds good. Right. Um, geez, when I don't have my notes, I don't know what I'm doing. You think I'd have it by now? Oh, you know. Uh, anyways, like I said, Oscars, awards, it's all done now. Yep. So except for the Razzies, I think. Right. So next week we're gonna do 1983's Hercules, starring Lou Ferrigno. You know, we've been doing quality movies lately. We gotta mm-hmm. take a break. Right? Yes. Yes, we have to um, like 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 actually do something that is going to. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Th- th- this is. I, I, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. But all I know is I want a lot of it. Uh, oh yeah, and we're and, gonna get it. And you will too. Honestly, you folk, listeners, get get ready for this. Yeah, if, if you like our bad movies that right. we do, you'll probably love this one. Right. So tune in next week to hear that. And uh, that's it. So on behalf of Dave and myself, we are your dudes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.